0: a suffering soul wandering the streets of el salvador this is the story of the headless priest stories folklore legends leyendas cuentos y más this is spooky tales listen escuchen at your own risk Cesar was stumbling through the cobbled streets of San Salvador late at night after leaving a bar. As he was walking, Cesar saw the doors to a church, but he did not recall a church on this street. Either way, he decided to enter, feeling like it had been too long since he set foot in a church. He walked in and saw the priest and found a seat in the back. He sat down with his head looking down. He looked up once he thought Mass would begin. But he would never forget what he saw. The priest was headless, with blood running down his hands. Fearing for his life, Cesar ran out, and when he set foot outside of the church doors, he turned back around and noticed there was no church at all. Hi everyone, this is Christina.
1: And this is MJ.
0: And this is episode seven? Episode eight. If you're new, Thank you for checking us out. I hope that you stay. Well, we hope that you stay, not just me. Yeah, we. <laughs> yes. And if you're back, thank you. Um, I did want to, before we get into the topic of today's episode, just uh, say a little something because uh, at the time of recording, today is Friday the 8th. Uh, two days ago, we saw that attempted coup uh, by right-wing uh terrorists white terrorists
1: they're terrorists and people please use the word this is what they are they are terrorists stop saying trump supporters stop saying you know i don't know right wing whatever they are terrorists
0: yeah and and also stop calling this white privilege that they like climbed into it it was a it's white supremacy at its work like it's not white privilege it's white supremacy Um, today's tale is from El Salvador, which is why I especially wanted to just talk about this. Um, as with most Latin American countries, El Salvador, it's a, such a beautiful place, but it it has seen so much violence at the hands of white supremacy, colonization, um, you know, with the Spanish conquest. And then again, with interventions, um, brought on by the United States, And so when the Civil War took place in El Salvador, right-wing troops uh, trained and armed and backed by the United States, and not just Republicans, uh, Republicans and Democrats alike from the United States, um, they killed a lot of people. Uh, They killed Catholic priests, and they completely wiped out villages. They committed many atrocities. Uh, In 1989, these right-wing troops, again, uh, armed and trained by the United States, dragged six Catholic priests out of their homes and murdered them and then tried to blame it on left-winged uh, rebels. Um, and, you know, just two days ago, we saw right-winged white supremacists storm the Capitol. And it was just reminiscent of what these right-winged groups have done in countries like El Salvador. And so to hear former presidents uh, like Bush say things like this happens in banana republics is pretty infuriating because these so-called banana republics are what they are because of the united states
1: yeah that is so true and um coming from a president who um did so many illegal things so many war crimes to hear him say that like he's some like better than that or or he made you know, something that was, like, oh, righteous and stuff. It's bull. He's a war criminal. And first of all, he should have just kept quiet.
0: Yes. Yeah. And to hear him, this isn't what happens here. This happens in Banana Republics. Or to hear other people say, this isn't us. Like, no, it is. It
1: is. This is on brand. It's sad. um, And it's so, also so... I don't even know how to explain Like just so soul crushing because we've been talking about this. People have been bringing attention to it. We were called crazy. We were called, you know, like, oh, that doesn't happen here. And then it finally does. And it's like, we told you so. Like, I don't want to be that asshole, but we told you so. And there's just so much to say, honestly, there it's been a week.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's we one week into twenty twenty one.
1: But who's surprised? Let's be honest. No one. No, <laughs> no. one is. Um. Mm-hmm.
0: On to the episode now, right? Yeah, we're good.
1: Yeah, yeah we're good.
0: Um. Am I good, actually? No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> I'm not good. Like, I want to, like, talk so much shit, but... It
0: would just take so long. It would take it so long. Thin. I'm still mad about it. Whatever. I'm just... uh and
1: I'm, I'm going to put this out, you guys. Me and Christina, we're not here to comfort you. We're not your mother. So if you have a problem with us speaking out, I'm so... Like, I'm not even going to apologize. Like, just, I'm not either. <laughs> Keep keep it moving. Um, oh, let's get on
0: to this episode though. <laughs> After our long digression,
1: I know, but everything's just so... <laughs> okay. Okay, we're good. Real- shake it off. Release all the negativity.
0: But yeah, today we're gonna to be talking about the legend of El Padre Sin Cabeza or the Headless Priest, which is we'll be mostly sharing the Salvadoran version. It's a. it's part of Salvadoran folklore now, along with La Ciguanaba and El Cadejo and El Cipitillo. Do you wanna share where else we can find versions of this?
1: So I'm pretty sure I'm missing a few, but Latin America has many versions of a headless priest depending on the country and even sometimes depending on the city you live in each country or city has a a different background to it because there is different events that lead up to the headless priest story so the legend can be found in el salvador mexico guatemala nicaragua costa rica panama cuba colombia venezuela ecuador peru chile and Uruguay, and I'm pretty sure there's many others. Probably, I didn't even put down Belize, but I'm pretty sure
0: they probably did too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for El Salvador, the origin of El Padre Sin Cabeza or the Headless Priest can be traced to the Spanish conquest of El Salvador. Uh, in the Salvadoran version of the legend, the well, there's two. So basically, the Headless Priest is a priest who died in sin and without confession. Some say he is a priest who had an affair he was not supposed to have. But Catholic priests are they're not allowed to like marry and stuff, right?
1: No, they're not. Okay. They're uh, they when they become priests, they take a vow of celibacy.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So really any relationship he would have had would have been legal or not illegal, but
1: But you know what's funny? I was taking a Renaissance history class and they took the oath, but none of them followed it. Like, um, I think the first. Oh. Uh, well, then
0: he wouldn't have been killed for a relationship with a woman. What if he was gay?
1: That may. Be, see, yeah, but there's I think it had to be something more devious, maybe, because it, it would have to be something like uh, like him actually going against the church, I feel, or some kind of sin of what? like where he killed somebody. Oh.
0: Yeah. So w- from what I found, it was a priest who had an affair he was not supposed to have, and now his spirit roams the street, cursed for eternity. Others say that the headless priest was killed during a. Re- re- oh my god! How do you say that? Re- revolt! Re- revolt! Revolt! Yeah. Revolt! He was fighting um, side by side with oppressed campesinos. What is a what is campesinos in English? Because they're not peasants.
1: They're farmers.
0: Farmers, okay. People who lived in the rural areas of El Salvador. After being captured, he was decapitated by the authoritative government of the time, presumably the Spanish, because this legend is traced back to the Spanish conquest. Uh, So the legend tells that the spirit of the headless priest can be seen leaving the front doors of a church on Friday nights, especially during a new moon, which I had to ask MJ what the hell... What did I say? The the thing in Spanish said sin luna. And I was like, what do they mean? No moon?
1: You guys are trying.
0: Yeah, we're pochas (laughs) though. So it was hard for me to understand sin luna because I was like, the moon, well, the moon doesn't just disappear. But I forgot about new moons. Like I forgot they were a thing.
1: Uh, It happens though.
0: In big cities like San Salvador, he can be seen going from church to church because there's more than one. But in towns with only one church, he wanders the streets and before the night is over, he can be seen entering the church again through the church's closed doors. Many claim to see him go through the doors and then disappear in like the bell tower of a church. Those who have seen this spirit say that he's very tall but is missing his head. He's always holding a rosary in his hand and um, only those out late at night encounter him. They feel this bone chilling cold breeze and then can't speak from fear for a few days after seeing him. They say that he's searching for his head and he often appears at churches where priests have died in suspicious circumstances. Um, So at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned those six priests that were killed during the 1989 or well, during the Civil War. Um, so he's seen in, in those places a lot where things like that happened.
1: Oh, so like really, um, really horrible events. Like like uh, almost like he's drawn to the negative energy.
0: Yeah, where priests have been killed like that. Another version, which I thought this one was more creepy. But another version of the legend says that for people that are out late at night, suddenly they like there's a church door in front of them like seemingly out of nowhere and this late nighter enters the church and um upon entering the church they see a priest singing but like from far away like then it's dark so they can't see like super well once it's time for the consecration the the priest turns around and then he has no head and his hands are full of blood
1: i don't know that's like um like like almost like it punishes the the evil yeah, well, it's supposed to be like a,
0: a legend to punish sinners and people that are out late at night. Yeah,
1: but you could be a good person out late at night, I Not think. in
0: El Salvador. All these spirits, <laughs> La Ciguanaba, El Cadejo. Well, actually, El Cadejo sometimes is more beloved because he protects drunkards, <laughs> and I, specifically in El Salvador. I know my dad has, and my mom both say this a lot, but they're like, Después de las dos de la mañana, no no pasa nada
1: bueno like you're not nothing good is gonna happen if you're out late at night my mom says something similar but that's because isn't como las um two or three the the devil's time or something like that yeah which hour
0: mm-hmm. yeah but they apply this to everything like you want to go what why do you want to be out late at a party there's nothing good after being out after midnight
1: just be home i can relate to this <laughs>
0: Um, But I feel like that's why a lot of these legends specifically are like always people out late at night, just because it's so... mm.
1: It's frowned upon. Esta casa no es hotel.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. Older folks tell stories of El Padre Sin Cabeza appearing beneath leafy trees and frightening victims to the point that they turn their whole lives around for the better. (laughs) And I tried asking my dad if he has seen El Padre sin, sin Cabeza or if he knew stories about it. And instead of telling me, which always happens, I need to, every time I ask him about one specific story, he tells me a different story. Like, he just always does that. <laughs> when I asked him about el, um, La Cieguanaba, he was like, I don't know, but El cpt blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, my God, that's not who I want Stop doing this to me. So naturally, when I asked him about El Padre Sin Cabeza, instead, he told me his uncle bought a finca. Um, Do you know what a finca is in English? Uh, isn't it como terreno? Right? Um, I thought it was like a warehouse. I'm probably like way off. Farm. Oh, my God. It's a freaking farm. Yeah, property. Okay, okay, you were closer. Yeah. Why the hell did I think warehouse? Wow. Okay. So my uh, his uncle bought a uh, property in San Salvador. And my dad liked to wander in it when he was a kid, especially because he heard stories of this finca, this property being haunted. And um, he was always up to no good. What's it called? Wandering in places where he should not be. <laughs> and so he was in this finca one day just breaking things. I don't know why. Whatever. He's he, again, he was a bad kid. <laughs> he was like throwing <laughs> rocks or something. And then like out of nowhere, he saw the apparition of a friar just hanging there. Of course, my dad loves to boast that he has never feared the dead or ghost. He always tells us, No hay que tenerle miedo a los muertos, porque están muertos. Tenle miedo a los vivos, which is...
1: My parents say the same thing. Don't be scared
0: of ghosts. They're dead. Be scared of people that are still alive. So he saw this ghost hanging there, this friar. And he was just like, whatever, and went on his merry way. <laughs> he was
1: like, no, no Fs given yeah, today. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: That is what he's like always, though.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm sure
0: if he saw El Padre Sin Cabeza, he'd be like, whatever, and just <laughs> keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, meh. Yeah, that, yeah. So, yeah, he didn't tell me anything about El pa- Padre Sin Cabeza, but instead about this friar <laughs> ghost.
1: I'd be like, oh, excuse me, why are you floating, priest? It's scarier to see like a priest or a nun floating than I think anybody else or something like a like a ghost of a nun or a priest. Like it has this occult vibe to yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I always forget to mention this in like every episode, but uh, most of our episodes we have video footage of things related to the episode. So I did find a video of someone who believed or two two people in El Salvador who believe they saw El Padre Sin Cabeza, and I'll be sharing this footage on our Instagram facebook twitter uh so another reason to follow us if you want to see these videos of um supposed evidence
1: yeah even if like i always say even if it's not real it gets me like spooked so i'm like oh yes spooky stuff yes yeah and then i like to tell myself after i watched it by myself at night that this is not real and this is photoshopped clearly
0: yeah so if you want to share your what you found about padres Sin cabeza and other places
1: I did translate this from Spanish to English. So some things may be lost in translation. And for that, I apologize. Oh, I did. Yeah,
0: I had to translate everything from Spanish to English. And I do not apologize.
1: <laughs> That's why I didn't know New Moon. And I think I was like, what the fuck is a finca? And- I, you guys, this is literally the everything I found on this has was all in Spanish. There wasn't, I think, one article in not a English. Single one. So everything is translated and there was a few times where uh the the word in Spanish does not exist in English so I did my best I believe in you more than myself I don't believe in myself (laughs) that makes one of us (laughs) oh my god but yeah so I apologize if I get anything wrong (laughs) but as Christina says I have no respect for this so there's that in Mexico, the legend originates in the city of Tonala. In the state of Jalisco, there was a man, a priest named Pedro Moreno. He was a Catholic priest who was lynched in the street during the Cristero War. For a quick backstory. We were just talking about the Cristero
0: War in our last episode because we were like, maybe La Monca or maybe there's other Monca yeah. non-ghosts in El Hospital Civil from this war. That's crazy. That it's yeah.
1: Here it is again everything uh, all our episodes always synchronize always like there's always some like thing that connects them together i'm taking this like i was telling you i'm taking this as a sign from the universe that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing because everything just connects with you know everything each episode has sorry to cut has this connection (laughs) Uh, so first again for the backstory for those who don't know um the cristero war was a a civil war that happened in Mexico from 1926 to 1929. As a matter of fact, my great-grandfather fought in this civil war. His name was, you're going to laugh because it's another long name, Francisco Javier Roman Flores. <laughs> if any if anyone ever comes across this name, please send me info. I'm just going to do that like plug-in because I don't actually have much information on... My great-grandfather. So if any of you listeners decide to look into this and you come across that name, let me know. Okay. Now back to the story. The government promoted atheism. And as per usual, Catholicism has a huge influence in many Latin American countries and Mexico being, you know, the same. Like I think, what is it? 90% of people are Catholic or 80? Something like that. 90? I don't know. It's a high number. Almost, almost everyone. It was, it was very much a conflict between church and state. The president at the time, Plutarco Elias Calles, did an executive order called the Calles Laws, which basically eliminated the power of the Catholic church and suppressed religious celebrations from not just the federal level, but at the local level too. So people were not allowed to practice their religion. There was an uprising, and Callez called the rebels Cristeros because they believed in Christ. Christ. Jesus, I can't talk. Oh, my God. <laughs> Catholics were killed and persecuted, especially what I consider leaders of the Catholic Church, such as nuns and uh, priests. Public executions were not unheard of. Back to um, Pedro Moreno, it is said at midnight in the vicinity of the ruins of Santiago Apostal Parish. In the path that is located between the arch and the bell tower, a silhouette of a headless priest is seen walking through the arch. He's often seen late at night, at midnight, just wandering this the ruins of this parish. And there is another story in the Yucatan known as the Kulkalkin. It's uh, spelled K-U-L-K-A-L-K-I-N. I think I said it right, right? Um, yeah, I would that's how I would say it. I if I said it wrong, I do apologize. There was a Mayan priest who was decapitated for his sin and because of his sin he lost his head and his soul and is forced to roam the earth looking for his head, which is very similar to the Salvadorian one.
0: Oh, um I forgot to mention in the Salvadorian version, sometimes he's a curandero turned priest
1: yeah so this one too. This one was a I think this one had a Mayan origin, but then the Spanish came and they turned it into a Catholic priest so from the that's what I got from the information that it started out as a Mayan myth that this like Mayan priest, whatever he did, got you know had his head cut off, and then during the the Spanish arrival, the Spanish changed it from a Mayan priest to a Catholic priest. As they
0: do with many things.
1: Yeah. Or as
0: they did, I should say.
1: There's also a story from Hidalgo called jinete Sin Cabeza, which is a uh, headless horseman. And though it doesn't have to do with uh, priests and stuff, I thought it was weird that that in the recommendations, this was also Ooh, there. and in- maybe another episode. Yes, which I thought also El Jinete Sin Cabeza is very similar to the Sleepy Hollow story. It could have been influenced by
0: by Sleepy Hollow because that's what European
1: is it? It isn't it American? Oh story? shit! I
0: don't know. I thought it was like England.
1: No, I think it was. I think it takes place in the United States, like during colonial times. Oh, during the um, I think during the um, the American Revolution. Oh, you're you're probably right. I'm probably yeah let me see see. sleepy hollow 1799 you're right
0: because i just think this thing about new york just popped up connecticut some shit so
1: yeah 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 so i don't know maybe the writer of sleepy hollow was influenced by this myth who knows yeah anyways (laughs) back to more stories in guatemala in the catacombs of the oldest churches those
0: catacombs are creepy oh my god
1: I haven't. I've seen pictures them, of them,
0: uh, and um, I mean the catacombs. They have a horrible, horrible history um, because colonization. That could be another episode.
1: <laughs> is it similar looking to the like the what the uh, Italian oh, catacombs? Um, like is I different? Like not think so. I have no idea. There's uh, like I feel like every place that was ever touched by the Europeans have catacombs. So yeah. I don't. I don't really know. There's you know la iglesia de la merced santo domingo and san francisco there's headless floating transparent priest that is seen roaming these catacombs wow um people who see this floating priest are left feeling nauseous with fear with chills uh and swollen legs as if they have gout And overall discomfort. So he does do this, like like whatever this priest does, does like affect you physically. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! Like to the point where your legs are swollen. In Santiago de Guatemala, there is a legend of a priest who died in the San Miguel earthquake of 1717. It is said that he guards an occult treasure. In the convent of Santa Clara, they say this priest also gives out gold to the poor. But people, when they uh, receive this gold, they look, like look up and they see him, and they're shocked to see that it's a priest without wow, a head. Wow. Okay. So I mean, he's still doing, you know, I guess nice things in yeah. death, but I still would be scared. I'll be like, I don't know, I don't care. I don't care. If you give me gold right. get away. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got a head. No, thank you. Gold's probably cursed. No? Uh, I would probably take it. Nice. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> this is a, what is it called? It's a distress yeah. charge. <laughs> and um, in Nicaragua, the headless priest is directly associated with the bishop Antonio de Valdivieso. Is that how you pronounce his last name? I had a hard time saying this last name. Valdivieso. That's how I would say it. Valdivieso. Valdivieso, who was assassinated in the city of León, who is said to have either been stabbed or beheaded by a machete. His head rolled as far as Lake Solotlan. It is said now that the Bishop Antonio de Valdivieso is seen roaming around the lake without his wow, head. Wow, that's So morbid. people see
0: him around this Why lake. was he murdered?
1: I, it didn't say. It just said that someone went in to kill him and... They managed to, but they beheaded him and his head just rolled to this lake and people see him there. I'm not sure if it's like probably searching for his head or just because he's a ghost. (laughs) Who knows? But there wasn't really much explanation behind this. And yeah, that's I mean, there's so much more. There's so many more countries that have similar sightings of headless priests. So we might cover them in another episode because there was like what? What did I say? 13 countries? That had um, headless priest stories. And honestly, if we got over all of them, we'd be here all day. Yeah,
0: yeah, we would be. I was trying to find why he was was was... murdered really quick, but I can't find it either.
1: Yeah, it doesn't say, right? Huh. And was he a real person at least? Yeah.
0: Antonio de Valdivia, Bishop of Nicaragua, is murdered by his Spanish enemies, 1535.
1: Oh, he was Spanish. He was a Spanish priest. I mean, from the, living in Nicaragua at the time, but he was from Spain. He was
0: killed by Spanish, by the Spanish, apparently. Um, I found a little drawing of when people go into his house to look to take him. So I'll probably be posting that.
1: Oh. He was probably like the same thing that almost happened with the Salvadorian priest, where he was like maybe charged with something. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm
0: sure it's not a surprise, but Catholicism also plays a big hand in a lot of these legends as per usual yeah, yeah. I found the, the one where like the, the church appears out of nowhere that was like creepy
1: there's stories of um n- not just churches but of houses oh. appearing out of nowhere there's one
0: house on my list in Mexico that like this, uh, well no it would take way too long to go into it but yeah there's a house like that <laughs> That appears and disappears. Yeah, like the house was there before. And then there was like this horrible murder that happened in the house. And, so, and then the house was abandoned. No one else lived there again. But people roaming sometimes see the house new when they're invited in. And they have dinner. And there's like a beautiful party. And then they wake up in the morning. And it's like ruins. And they're like, wait, what happened?
1: That happens a lot. Um, I don't know. Maybe it could be like a, something like a time slips yeah. where you go into this wormhole. Which I'm gonna think are probably probably real because Einstein was like they're probably real. So, yeah. but maybe like you go into this wormhole and you get transported back in time, right? I don't know. That's weird. That's like missing time. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um. Next week we decided that we'll be covering El Hombre del Saco, the Sack Man. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> funny in English. It's not. It's not as funny in Spanish. <laughs> anyway, this is a legend from Brazil, Spain, Chile, and Argentina. And it's got a little true crime in it. So it'll be our first slash true crime episode.
1: Nice. I'm excited. I never heard of this ever. So it's going to be interesting. But uh, yeah, that's uh,
0: that's it for our episode. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to rate and review. Tell your friends about us if they like spooky things. What else? Follow us on all their social media if you want clips of uh, the things we talk about in the episodes, like I have a clip of El Padre Sin Cabeza. So. And I also posted a few shadow people clips too.
1: Yeah, that one, everybody loved those. I got messages from a lot of people that were like, that is like such a great video, videos that you guys are posting. I was like, I'm not doing any of this. <laughs> it's all Christina, but thank <laughs> That's <you>. because <laughs> I can't remember our password
0: and I want, don't want to reset it or I would. <laughs> I should reset it so you can do it too. <laughs> but yeah, don't be out late at night so that you uh, won't see El Padre Sin Cabeza. Yes. Bye.
1: Bye.